Hello, friends. You are listening to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. The last episode I thought was pretty good. And just a recap, we talked about critical thinking during Mercury retrograde. Because Mercury retrograde will begin tomorrow, September 9th, I thought it prudent to go back over some of the do's and don'ts and to consider the fact that we ought to take accountability during this particular time. So for those of you that really do hone in on aspects of Mercury retrograde retrograde in your life, meaning you pay attention to the details of your life, you dot your I's, you cross your T's, and you are mindful of the various nuances of Mercury retrograde regarding communication, technology, travel, contracts, relationships, health, and home, including money, then you, you already know that you will be taking a different approach to your life on a day-to-day basis starting probably today or perhaps even a couple of days ago. For the rest of us that might not be into that way of thinking, it's totally okay. However, I do want to stress that it is very important to make distinctions properly and accordingly. When there is something going on that you are not entirely sure that it is because of your initiation of it or that it is something that occurred beyond your control, really do examine what you what your role was in that scenario. Even down to what you might have been thinking about because let's face it friends, thoughts do become things and when we are talking about things like Mercury retrograde which is an effect, a phenomenon which occurs a few times a year, this particular phenomenon affecting things like how we communicate, our relationships, our health, our home, our finances, our our technology instruments, or just technology as a whole, we have to remember what our role is in each of those things as well. So that when something goes awry, you, you are not summing up the experience in a way that is completely dependent upon Mercury retrograde because then you are bypassing accountability. And I do believe that we currently live in bypass culture. Bypass culture is basically the culture of passing the buck, not really giving something any real credence, coming up with excuses, saying that it's not your fault and someone else is to blame. And bypass culture is mani- is manifested in a variety of ways between each person in our society and is almost very hard to detect unless you know what to look for. Being that I have been embedded in it for so long, I know what to look for. It's I am a recovering bypass person like a recovering alcoholic. It's a behavior that is completely unconscious. And it's hard to know if that is actually happening until something does happen to force you to have to see 
that bypassing something is a real behavior problem. All of that to be said, when I consider the phenomenon and the effects of Mercury retrograde, I am now really taking accountability for all of the things that occur in my life as I always do. So that behavior has not changed and it will not change over three weeks. However, I might be more aware of the fact that Mercury retrograde is present and that it's something worth potentially being mindful of or not. Really, I don't really, I, I, I don't believe it matters that much anymore in my life because things are going to happen beyond my control whether I like them to or not. However, I have complete control over what I think, do, say, feel, interact, communicate, so on and so forth. I have control over all of those things. So anything that occurs that I might have created uh, that or, and or that might be considered to be bad that I help to create, I have to own that. That's my duty. That is my responsibility uh, is to take accountability for some of the errors that might occur. I am a human being. I will make mistakes. I will not say the right thing. I will do the wrong thing on occasion or seemingly wrong thing depending on how my action is perceived. And I have to be aware that that might happen. So when an argument occurs between myself and my partner, I do look at that argument and wonder, hmm, how much of that did I actually contribute and how much of that did I actually create from the beginning? Similarly, if there's a financial situation that now I'm pressed to get something and pay for something that I might believe is not the right amount or whatever, I'm making up a scenario and I blame the banking institution, for example, for the amount of money that I have to pay. When, in fact, if I would have budgeted my money correctly, I wouldn't have run into the issue of owing money to a bank, for example, like a loan or something. So how much of my behavior is responsible for the snafus that occur in my life on a day-to-day what does mercury retrograde really have to do with it right that's the these are the questions that that i have that i'm asking you because in the totality of my life i do not feel as though i have to go through such mental anguish and anxiety over this particular event which occurs in life because some of us do. I know I have for some time and I dreaded it. And I mentioned that in the previous podcast, but I do not dread it anymore. It's not anything I have to look at like it's a boogeyman because that is ridiculous. I'm giving it way too much power over me and I'm giving an outside circumstance or perceivably uh, outside circumstance power over my everyday life, which I refuse to do. There really is no reason to give this particular situation power by putting forth my belief in it to such an extent that when things are going this way and that way that it's all chalked up to mercury retrograde in quotations I do not believe that anything should have that kind of power over us anyway 
But sometimes in life, we attach ourselves to things that we pour our energy into and create a belief system based on that energy output into the thing. And it then becomes a fixture in our lives. And therefore, we give it life, we give it breath, we give it uh, our attention, and it grows in its power over us. And I do not find that to be very counterproductive. I mean, I do not find that to be productive. I found it. I find it to be counterproductive and harmful. Putting too much power in something like a Mercury retrograde to be the end-all, be-all of things that might go wrong or this way or that way for a three-week period of time, to me, is a bit ridiculous. I would say that there's nothing wrong with looking into some of these types of new agey ways of, of, of thinking about various periods of our year. I do believe that seasonal changes have an effect on our brain chemistry and on our body's systems. Just like trees go through a transformation during seasonal changes, we too as human beings go through a, a period of transformation during each seasonal change as well. And so I regard those types types of situations each year uh, to be very significant for me. I'm highly aware of my energy shifting during uh, summer to fall and fall to winter, winter to spring, spring to summer. I'm aware that my skin changes, my hair changes, my emotions might change, my vibration will change. So I pay attention to those types of things each year more so than a mercury retrograde. But I am aware that it's there and that it, and it, it exists at some level. It certainly exists in the sense of the optical illusion of Mars moving across the sky backwards based on its rotational movement, which is an actual thing documented and recorded by NASA. So it is not like that aspect of Mercury retrograde is not real. And I am not saying that other occult and new age sort of spiritualist thinking regarding that phenomenon doesn't exist either. But again, how much of our time and energy and thoughts are we dumping into this thing to make it more of a thing in our lives? And that question really does apply to most everything in life, including religion religion in any form expressed in the world has power over a lot of different people because of the amount of energy and attention and focus and time dedicated to a thing that gives it more life, more breath, more power over whomever or over those groups of people. And so I feel like it checks and balances uh, system needs to be applied to religious practices, including occult practices, metaphysical practices, practices in dealing with the spiritual domain. Because there is a balance to be had, and the checks and balances, in my view, really means applying critical thinking to each and everything and each and every 
scenario and situation and perspective that might emerge from said religious practice or spiritual practice. We don't want to give anything too much power over us as individuals because we lose our uh, auto- uh, autonomy. We lose our ability to be free-thinking individuals. This includes medicine and medical practices. In a way, it's its own religion. And science, too, is its own religion. Veganism, that's its own religion. One can say yoga is its own religion. Lefty politics, super left, is its own religion. Super far right is its own religion. Our, our attention to money, so much so that we're, we, we don't care whose toes we step on. That's its own religion. You see, friends, we can make a religion out of anything. We can't. Whatever the focal point is that we regard as a god, that's, that's the religion. I'm going to let you marinate on that for a moment because there are many religions swirling about in our society. So many, so many. And I don't even think folks are aware that they are part of a particular religion or cult call it what you want. I find it interesting, however, when folks that are not religious, quote-unquote atheists, point out that uh, someone's in a cult. But even atheists are kind of culty in their non-religion state of mind, too. Atheists have their own religion, which is non-religion. But they get judgy, too, against those that are religious, it's a really interesting phenomenon that I witness on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and I find that the weird entitlement that some folks might harbor, whether they are religious or, or, or atheists or quote-unquote spiritualists, because there's an entitlement even with those people. Uh, where was I going with that? There's an entitlement attitude with each of those categories. I think that's what I meant to say and that I think that's where I meant to go the entitlement is is palpable the the judginess is palpable the hypocrisy is palpable I don't know where people stand on a day-to-day basis until I have a conversation with them and when I do I can gather an idea of what that person uh, might be feeling about me or what their outlook on life might be but I don't even judge that because it does not represent our interaction as brief as it may be may may not adequately and accurately represent the totality of the individual and folks need to latch on to something in general which is why religion is so popular we are looking for something outside of ourselves and we need something to be bigger than who we are and to do something or be a part of something that is bigger than us. And so we latch on to something, whether that's politics, whether that's uh, an actual religious organization, whether that is sex, whether that is drugs, whether that is money, 
whether that is uh, occult rituals and practices uh, and belief systems, including Mercury retrograde. See, friends, I'm circling back to that. Because I do know friends who put, in my opinion, in my opinion only, way, way too much into the situation. Uh, I do not agree. It's not for me. I don't agree with it. I used to be where they were. I'm no longer where they are. And I'm very happy with where I'm at. I've done a lot of good work, I believe, to help me to transcend boundaries and barriers that I place upon my own self and come to the knowledge that everything is everything and nothing is nothing. It's very Taoist. It's very sort of transcendental in a way. But everything is everything and nothing is nothing. I don't need to give any more power away to any one thing or any one person. Uh, because why? For what, for what purpose? The only amount of power and energy that I need to give out would be towards myself. I don't give. I do not give unnecessary power and energy to other entities that I feel are not worthy of having it or I feel would abuse it or misuse it. I'm very judicious with my energy and time. I'm, I am very judicious with, you know, the, uh, the amount of vibrational energy that I emit from one person to the next. I'm judicious about how much power I give to something. This includes my significant other. I give him what I feel he should have. I don't give him all of that, all of my power. Why would I do that? It is worthwhile to give our relationship enough power to really thrive, but I don't pour and dump my entire energy source into our relationship either. He has to put in, I put in, everybody's happy. The moment that that balance is off, that's when someone really needs to look into that look into that relationship and make some core decisions. Moreover, when it comes to things like Mercury retrograde and how much power is dumped into it and energy is poured into it, where you're giving more of yourself than you're getting back, one might have to re-examine what you know why and 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 the purpose of doing so so my friends in the grander scheme of things like mercury retrograde i'm of the opinion that it is not necessary to put that much energy and effort and time into it let it be what it's going to be meanwhile continue making sure that you are clearly communicating with whomever, that you are attending to your home, that you are managing your finances like you typically do, that you are attending to your health and self-care practices as you typically do, that you are getting a hold of those repairs in the home that you might have put on hold that you, you know, know you have to get done because that's the mindset that you have. You just get things done. Uh, so maybe timing on that was a critical point. In other words, 
do what you typically do and observe. If you notice anything that's a little bit different, beyond your control, unusual, take a mental note, don't dwell on it, be aware, and perhaps see what your role is in that situation. Maybe you can change it for the better. You do have that power to do that too. Just an FYI. And thank you for listening to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. And I will check back in with you very soon.